Luke 2, verse 8 to 16. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flock at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of Bethlehem, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord, and this will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God, saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Welcome to Debbie DeVries Ministry Podcast. Each week, I systematically walk us through a portion of scripture in order to help give us a greater understanding of the character, the undeniable presence, and faithfulness of God. So the angel Gabriel visited Zechariah. He was afraid. The same angel visited Mary, and she was afraid. And there is yet another visit. This time, we're not told his name, but an angel did appear to shepherds who were watching their sheep at night, and they were terrified. Now, each time the angel appears, the one who is being visited is terrified. And the command given each time was, do not fear. The angel reassured the frightened shepherds that his appearing signaled an occasion for rejoicing, not fearing. If you have an encounter with God, and I don't know what that's going to look like, but if you do have an encounter with God, do not fear. Now, this time the angel does not appear to the parents. It's interesting to note, no, he appeared to shepherds. This birth that just happened was Jesus, and it's not just a family affair. The angel stresses that he brings the message of great joy that all that will be for all people. Now, it was a dark night, and it was a dark night not only literally, but figuratively as well. You see, because there has been approximately 400 years of silence since the last prophet of God spoke to the children of Israel. And here is the angel shining, well, is actually a shining presence in the darkness. And he shone the glory of God. The silence has been broken. The angel said that he was bringing good news. Literally, the, the original words mean he preached the gospel. And what's that? The promised, long-awaited Messiah had arrived there is a sudden appearance of other angels because God had acted. God had fulfilled his promise. Again, the Messiah has been born. Now the term heavenly host derived from the Old Testament refers to a band or an army of angels. So a whole army of angels show up and ironically, they come to announce peace. Now, when a child in Jesus' day was born, the local local musicians would gather at the house to greet the newborn with simple music. And a baby is born. Jesus is born. And there is a gathering in order to greet the newborn. But this time, 
It's a heavenly host that announced and welcomed Jesus, the birth of Jesus. And who is the announcement given to? It's not to the rich and the powerful. It's not to the important people of the world at that time. It's not given in the city of Rome, the place of power. It's not given to the Roman Senate or Caesar Augustus, or even more noteworthy, is it's not to the important leaders of the temple, nor to the rich and the powerful of Jerusalem. No, God sent his messenger to shepherds who were out in the field at night watching over their sheep. And what you need to know is that shepherds were socially looked down upon in Jesus' day. They were social outcasts. You see, their work made them ceremonially and religiously unclean. Not only that, they also had a reputation for being very, very untrustworthy. Not someone you want to bring home to your mom and dad. It's interesting to note that God first sent the gospel message to the lowly. Unexpected ones received the great news. They received the great news first. These shepherds received a message from God. And what what did they do with it? They responded with immediate obedience. They went and they found in Jesus. And they couldn't keep silent. They took the places of the angels and they reported the good news to others. Lowly, outcast shepherds were the first to be told and they were the first to go and tell. Ponder that. Then they went back to work. If you will, they humbly returned to their duties. These new men going back to the same old job but they'd never be the same. They would never be the same. God used these shepherds right where they were at. God has not changed. He can and he will use you and me right where we are. Now, it's interesting to note that shepherds in this day were not permitted to testify in court. And yet God used some humble shepherds to be the first human witnesses to see and tell that prophecy had been fulfilled. And that prophecy, again, the Messiah was born. It's also interesting to note that the sheep these shepherds were watching over were destined for temple sacrifice. It is most likely that these shepherds were in charge of the flock from which the temple offerings were chosen. It's an amazing thought that the shepherds who looked after the temple sacrificial lambs were the first to see the sacrificial lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world once and for all. The shepherds hurried off to Bethlehem and they found him in a manger, just as the angel said. Jesus wasn't born into the rich and powerful of Jerusalem. There was no silver spoon in this king's mouth. Jesus is not a king who came from a privileged earthly life. Jesus is a king from very humble beginnings. His birth 
was common and ordinary. Actually, not even ordinary. The king, the creator of all things, chose to leave his throne and be laid in a feeding trough as a baby. He chose this. Nothing about this birth scene in Bethlehem screams, Jesus is the Savior and the King of the world, and yet he is. And yet he is. Now, there are so many things that we could ponder, dive into, talk about, and learn from our passage today, as always. But for today, we're going to focus on the shepherds, the ones God chose to tell first. God doesn't care about status. He does not pay attention to addresses, clothes, bank accounts, or even resumes. The things that impress human humans do not impress God. God wants our love, our hearts, and devotion. He chose to tell shepherds, outcasts, socially undesirable undesirables that today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. He even told them where to find him. There is nothing, nothing pretentious about Jesus. He chose that. And yet, oh my goodness, he is the great I am. He is all powerful, all knowing, never ending, creator of all things, savior, giver and sustainer of life. And he humbled himself first to a manger, then to a cross. And the first people God told were unpretentious, socially outcast shepherds. Jesus came for the ordinary, everyday people. And really, that's what we all are. Ordinary, everyday people. There really is no exception to that in God's eyes. He made you, and he also made the Queen of England. But, but we all have the same color blood. We all eat. We all sleep. We all laugh. We all cry. We can all get COVID. We all have to blow our noses. In hu- it's humans. It's humans that elevate our human, um, other humans by worldly standards, not God. His standards are not driven by worldly values. You see, he came for you and he came for me. No matter where we are, no matter what our circumstances may be, no matter what others may think of us, and no matter what label society has put on us, you are neither too important nor not important enough for God. Male or female, too old, too young, too rich, too poor, too polished, or too rough around the edges to be loved by God. You are neither educated too much nor not educated enough to be used by God. Get rid of all pretentious thinking, my friends, but also get rid of I'm not good enough or that person over there, they're not good enough. Get rid of that thinking as well because God told the shepherds first. First. 10 and 11, verse 10 and 11. But the angel said to them, 
do not be afraid. I bring good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. Jesus was born. He lived amongst us, regular people. He died for us, sinful people. He walked out of the grave to show us that through him, we are victorious people. He is our Savior. The shepherds, well, they spread the word about Jesus, and then they returned back to work, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they heard and saw. So the question is, is will you and I, as opportunities present themselves, continue, continue to spread the word about Jesus? And as we do daily living, because that's what we do, my friends, we just do daily living. Will our lives be characterized as people who glorify and praise God for all the things that he has done for us because he's done so much? Jesus came for you. Jesus came for me. He died for us. He rose from the dead victorious for us. It's as simple as that. No matter where you are or no matter who you are. Jesus came through the ordinary people that he created. I'm so glad that you were able to join me on today's podcast. You can learn more about me and my ministry at debbiedevriesministry.ca. It's my desire that through this podcast, you are drawn into a deeper relationship and a clearer understanding of who God is, who Jesus is, as we spend the time to get to know God the Father and Jesus our Savior as revealed through the Bible. I would love to connect with you. My social media links and email address can be found on my website. Let me know if anything I've said on the podcast has made a difference in your life. Leave me a review or shoot me a a personal email. But until we meet again, keep reading, keep reading on, and grow in your relationship and your love with God the Father, Jesus, His Son, our Savior, through the Holy Spirit. Amen.